Hey everyone, welcome back to the BizFluencer podcast. My name is Donata White, I'm your host, and I'm also the founder and CEO of Coffee Date Media. We're a social media marketing and content production agency out here in North Carolina. So this is the place for all the things you need to know about online business and social media marketing. So I'm so glad you're back. Thank you guys so much for your responses on the first two episodes of the podcast. I am just continuing to be blown away by the fact that you guys are even listening, let alone enjoying and learning from what I'm putting out there. So I'm just so excited to be back again and back in the future with many other episodes. I've got my coffee here and you know when I've got my coffee, there's gonna be some tea. So today's episode is officially titled, Why We Love Influencers. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that the first half of this title is about Hailey Bieber's YouTube channel. (laughs) And that is because a couple of days ago, Hailey Bieber, formerly Hailey Baldwin, and I'm gonna just refer to her as Hailey from now on because I'm gonna mess up her last name if I continue to try to keep it straight. Hailey has released her YouTube channel. She's launched with three videos, a welcome video, a skincare video, and an interview with her friend Kendall Jenner, which I think is a very strong first showing on the YouTube platform. Right now, she has 378,000 subscribers in three days. She released on March 12th, and I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, it will be even more than that. And the reason I wanted to have these two conversations together of a A-list celebrity creating a YouTube channel and stepping more into an influencer type role and also how we think about and talk about influencers because I think we can really shed some light today on what influencing actually is and how much work it actually is and why we need to stop talking about people and what they do for work as if there's just a lot of ugly things out there. Let's just put it that way about how influencers are not smart or can't do any other job or we'll go into it, but there's plenty of ugly things out there on the internet, self-centered, yada, 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 about influencers when in reality, a lot of them, especially the successful ones, are really great marketers. And that is a job and a skill that many brands pay for internally and don't get the quality of the work that the influencers give them. So we're gonna have that whole conversation today, but let's start with Haley, right? She's an A-list celebrity. Her husband is Justin Bieber, one of the top musical artists in the world right now. She's got all kinds of famous friends. She's friends with the Kardashian clan. She's beautiful, she's successful, she's a millionaire. Why the heck would she do something like create a YouTube channel? Well, I went and looked at her welcome video. I watched it. The only reasons Haley really mentions in that video are that number one, she'd have been thinking about it for a while. Okay. I feel like every early 20-something, mid-20-something of our generation has thought about creating a YouTube channel at some point, so not surprising. The second reason she mentions is that when she was filming the YouTube Originals documentary about Justin, her husband, she really liked the idea of her audience being able to get to know her as a person rather than just as a celebrity or a, a sort of standoffish personal brand which I totally get. And following on the heels of last week's episode about personal brands and how to build an online personal brand, I think this YouTube release makes so much sense for her. But I think if you're unfamiliar with the social media world, you're probably looking at this going, why the heck would Haley even do this? Because she's young, she's beautiful, she's successful, she could probably get brand deals whenever she wants. She's married to one of the most popular musicians of our time. Her family is acting royalty. What the heck is she doing wasting her time on a YouTube channel? 
And I can tell you that there are many, many business reasons why she would want to do this and that are going to help her in her career. Number one, prior to this, Haley Bieber was well known, but I cannot say that she had much of an identifiable personality in the online space. I'm sure she's a great person. I'm sure she's really fun to hang out with. I don't know her personally, so I cannot comment on her actual personality, but what you would see online was very guarded. I mean, despite the fact that she has 33.5 million followers on Instagram and was doing all kinds of modeling and all kinds of posting and has a bazillion followers and comments, what she would post was not very indicative of her as a person. Seeing somebody in a video is very different from watching somebody with photos and captions, watching somebody on Instagram, or even watching somebody through 15 second clips on their Instagram stories. Seeing somebody in a long form video gives you a much better idea of who they are not just because you can see them on camera, but also because on a YouTube channel, I'm sure she has help with this, but the content is curated by her. She is the one deciding what videos go out on this channel. Whereas on her Instagram, yes, to some degree, she does decide that on a daily basis, but you'll see sponsored posts sprinkled in there where the brands actually dictate what goes into the caption and what goes into the photo. So in terms of building her brand as an individual and as a human being who stands for things and has a mission like we talked about last week, this YouTube channel makes a lot more sense than sticking to Instagram only. Now, of course, as a professional, I would advise her to leverage what she's built on Instagram already in order to increase the velocity and the popularity of the YouTube channel as quickly as possible. And it appears she has been doing that because as of right now, she has 378,000 subscribers in three days. She's doing what she needs to do. Looking at the quality of the videos, she's obviously got a really great professional team helping her out with this. The color grading on the editing is fantastic. If you guys nerd out about video editing, I mean, just take a look. They look really good. She came strong out the gate with a skincare routine, which everybody always jokes is the influencer go-to. I am guilty of this throughout my influencer years. I have been known to release a skincare routine or two, and that's because every time you get new products, you're super excited to share them and you just post a new video. So no harm, no foul. It's just something that influencers do. So she came out the gate with a welcome video, a skincare routine, and an interview with Kendall Jenner. And we all know the type of search traffic, something like that, could receive. As of now, let's see how many YouTube views that video has. 2.7 million views on her interview with Kendall Jenner, as opposed to 701,000 on the welcome video and 580,000 on the skincare routine. So you can see that this is two to three times or more popular than the other videos. So Strong, strong showing straight out the gate with these three videos, and I'm assuming she's going to be posting more every week or a couple of videos every week or a few videos a month from now on. Again, I think it's a great move for her personal brand. I think this is gonna allow her audience to get to know her as a person, particularly because she's gonna be on video, on camera, in front of people for a lot longer of a duration than we've seen her before and also because she's the one dictating what content goes out on this channel. Again, I'm sure she has a fantastic team judging by the quality of the videos, but she's the one making the calls about what goes on this channel. So we're gonna learn a lot about her personally. So I always love to see stuff like this. I love when celebrities branch out and let us know what's important to them and what they want us to know about their personalities. I mean, the likes of Shay Mitchell, Molly Sims, 
I mean, Sean Johnson, the Olympian, has a great YouTube channel. So personally, I always love to see people release YouTube channels. I mean, known or unknown celebrity or not a celebrity. I love when people get on YouTube and start creating video content because I love to see people nerd out over the stuff that makes them happy. Of course, when that person is a celebrity, it's all the more interesting for someone like me, especially when they're sharing skincare routines and beauty products and fashion and things like that. Not because I idolize them or anything, but I mean, who doesn't wanna know what this young, beautiful model is using on her face and can I get my hands on it and rub some cream on my face and get any semblance of the same result, <laughs> right? I wanna know because I'm curious, not because I idolize her as a celebrity, again, I don't know her personally, but I think that it's fun. It is something that's meant to be entertaining. It's another form of entertainment that's a little more like a reality show minus the icky drama, which I cannot handle on a regular basis. It also opens up a ton of career possibilities for her. It's going to open her up as a talk show host. If she does these interviews well, it's gonna open her up as influencer meaning other streams of income are going to become available to her as a video type influencer, not just a model. Meaning there's gonna be the possibility of affiliate marketing income and sponsored content income as a result of her launching this YouTube channel. So it's opening up a lot of career opportunities for her. She's gonna to have to be consistent for probably a little bit less time than most of us influencers out there have had to be because she's already a celebrity. She's only gonna to have to be consistent with this for a little while before those income streams open up the floodgates for her. But good for her, leverage what you've got, hun. You've already built a 33 point something million follower Instagram account you might as well branch out into YouTube and keep those income streams rolling if you can. And if you've looked at the celebrity news lately, you've seen that news outlets have been covering the launch of Hailey Bieber's YouTube channel as news. They have covered the fact that she launched these three videos and opened up her YouTube channel to the world as celebrity news. News outlets have created articles and videos about Hailey creating content, which I think is just incredible for her. Honestly, if I could have had news outlets covering the launch of my YouTube channel, you might not be listening to this podcast right now because I would be on an island somewhere with my sponsored margarita and sponsored swimsuit. I don't really drink, but for the right price, I'll try some of that Kendall Jenner tequila on a beach with my hotel room paid for. Am I right? But with all this positivity for Haley, I personally feel great about this for her. I'm so excited for her. The news outlets are covering this so positively. Her fans, I'm sure, are thrilled. With all of this comes this icky undercurrent of the internet, which is the I don't care crowd. They always care enough to leave a comment, somehow, but they're the I don't care, there's so much else going on in the world crowd. Always creeps into the conversation, and I think it's time that we address those people. I think it's time that we talk about them the same way they talk about everybody else. Maybe a little bit more nicely because I don't wanna get banned from Apple Podcasts or from YouTube by talking about them the way they talk about everybody else because Lord knows the language they use is sometimes pretty heinous and it borders on bullying, if not goes full-blown into bullying at some, at some times. But anyway, let's talk about this crowd of people. And we're gonna talk about the I don't care crowd in the context of how they feel about celebrities and influencers because they talk about them the same way. They treat celebrities and self-made non-celebrity influencers who are popular the very same way. They'll come to their profiles, they'll come to media coverage, they'll come to articles about them and say, well, why do we care about this? You're just some girl from whatever and you're not even that pretty anyway. 
Why do we care? There's other things going on in the world. I've heard enough about this. First of all, honey, if you listen in, <laughs> first of all, you're commenting on this post. Whether or not you actually care, it looks like you do. And it looks to the algorithm like you do because when you comment on something, the algorithm shows you more of it. So if you're one of these people and you don't wanna see celebrity news, stop commenting on celebrity news, even if it's to say you don't care because the algorithm reads that as you caring a lot. So stop if that's truly what you want. But what I'm guessing you actually want is for us to see you as superior to everybody else by quote unquote not caring about influencers or not caring about celebrities. You're just so intellectually superior to everybody else that you couldn't possibly care what Hailey Bieber, what Shay Mitchell, what Kendall Jenner, what Kylie Jenner, what whoever is putting on their face. Well, you know what? Go donate to something then. Go volunteer somewhere. I really don't need your negativity on my posts. Can you tell I'm a little salty about this, ladies and gentlemen? I have received so many comments throughout my influencing and social media career about how people don't care what I have to say. Would you walk up to somebody and say that to their face? If someone has a platform that they're using to entertain or inspire or just have fun with something as silly and frivolous as skincare or makeup or fashion, listen, we know in the grand scheme of things that doesn't matter all that much, right? Like world hunger is a bigger issue than what shoes Hailey Bieber has on. But I could give attention to both. That doesn't make me stupid. But I don't want this to devolve into a full-blown rant, okay? I addressed the trolls and the salty haters already. But for those of you who are here and you actually wanna learn something, because hi, that's what we do on the internet and that's what we do on this YouTube channel and on this podcast, we've learned why Haley launched this YouTube channel. It's building her personal brand. It's opening up career opportunities for her. Who doesn't do that? Just because that career opportunity happens to be connected with social media doesn't make it less of a career or less of an income stream. In fact, I've built an entire second career for myself online. I used to be an attorney at the biggest litigation law firm in the United States. And now I've fully replaced and grown my income beyond that job in the online world between my influencer income streams, my consulting and my agency and my courses. I have grown all of those beyond what I was making as a lawyer. So let's not pretend like this sort of income stream is only for people who can't make it in quote unquote intellectual fields. You have to be a very, very savvy marketer to open up these income streams for yourself. And I think that would be more clear to people if you knew how influencing worked. And I don't think many people do. They think that you can just go online, get a bunch of followers, post a few pictures, and companies will just be cutting you checks. And that's not the case. You actually have to have a lot of marketing skill to make this job, make this career work for yourself and open up fields beyond that in other online business areas. So let's just talk about influencers for a second. We'll put Haley in this category, even though she's already a celebrity. But really, celebrities were the original influencers. Back before social media and anybody could become popular in the online space, what were we doing? We were watching what celebrities were wearing on the red carpets. We were watching commercials with celebrity 
faces trying to figure out what mascara so-and-so was wearing. If we saw a celebrity wearing or using it, or if some magazine reported that a celebrity wore or used some sort of product, people would all rush out and get it because celebrities were the original influencers. What they did in their real lives, aside from what they did on the big screen or you know, in the studio, if there's some sort of musician, aside from what they did in their careers, what they did in their personal lives was extremely interesting to quote unquote regular people always. This has always been the case. The only thing that's changed now with influencing as a career is that anybody can achieve that level of popularity or almost that level of popularity by posting great content on social media. We've removed the necessity of having some big producer come and wave their magic wand over you and grant you celebrity status. You can go out and grab it on social media by yourself. You can create a platform for yourself based around whatever it is you care about, whether that's gardening or food or fashion or makeup or beauty or being a mechanic or cars or video games or whatever it is you're interested in, you can go be an influencer in that niche because all you have to do is consistent. And when I say all you have to do, I don't mean that it's easy. It's not easy, but it is simple. It is straightforward. And all you have to do is be consistently creating valuable content for a specific audience and your following will grow. And back when I started doing this, this was a new concept. This was an unfamiliar concept and not many people were making a full career out of it because influencing as a marketing strategy for companies was not very popular yet. Meaning sponsored content opportunities were few and far between back in 2011, 2012 when I started my online career as a women's lifestyle influencer. Sponsored content opportunities were still few and far between because most corporations were stuck in that old model of using celebrities as the influence for regular people to purchase things. Because companies are way more familiar with influencer marketing these days, they know the calculations, they know what their ROI needs to be, they know what the numbers need to be to get the results they want. If you wanna be an influencer in a certain space, or open up affiliate marketing or sponsored content income streams for yourself in a certain niche, your following actually doesn't need to be that big anymore. It can be in the four and five figure range and you can make money online if you have a highly engaged and or highly specialized following that the company wants to market to. Your job as an influencer then is to build a following of a very specific type of person that other companies want to market their products to through you. Knowing that that's how it works, how could you possibly say that influencers don't have a real job? Could you just randomly go out into the street and collect a thousand people that all like the same thing or a thousand people that will all respond to the same type of marketing? You probably couldn't if you're not a marketing expert. And I know this because People who actually genuinely want to be influencers can't do it right sometimes. People who don't bother learning the marketing side are actually terrible influencers. They get it all wrong. They think it's about showing themselves off or holding themselves up on a pedestal to be a sort of example to people, and that's not what it's about. And maybe that's where this attitude comes from, from the haters, right? Maybe that's why people don't like influencers because they've seen too many bad ones. They've seen too many people who think that it's all about them and them looking cute and them showing off their favorite things and they'll just be so cute or they'll post so many good pictures that people will just wanna be them and then the money will start flowing in. 
That is not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. If you think the popular influencers, and I'm just going to throw out some names, Alex Garza, Mallory Irvin, again, Sean Johnson East, these are people that I watch. They did not get where they are in the online influencing space by just being cute. They got there through an immense amount of marketing knowledge, skill, research, and providing consistent, high, excellent value over a long period of time to a very specific audience that now that audience itself combined with their word and their endorsement as an influencer to that specific audience has monetary value for corporations. And that actually brings up another good point because I also think that nowadays because influencing has become so common and so many people are doing it wrong that many people think that influencers are lying to them when they endorse a product. The good ones are not lying to you because if they lie too much to their audience, they lose the monetary value of that audience, period. If they lie too much, they endorse too many products that are not good or that they don't genuinely use, that audience loses its value completely and now no corporation wants to pay for it. So I think people need to get off this idea that influencers are only talking about something because they're getting paid to. A lot of times influencers have talked about a product several times unpaid before the company approaches them and wants to give them a sponsored content opportunity to represent that product or an affiliate link to represent that product. So I wanted this episode to be called Why We Love Influencers, not in defense of influencers, but the reason I love them and the reason many marketing people respect and love what influencers are doing is because they are building an authentic audience online full of people that they take the time to interact with regularly they take the time to provide consistent value to every day, every week for years on end. And people seem to love it until those influencers get paid. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's this idea that you should have to work for your money, not realizing how much work it is to create content. And I will tell you from an agency perspective, clients will happily cut the check for us to do the exact same thing that influencers do, minus the fact that we're not peddling it to our own audience that we've built, we create the very same content for them and then make them put it in front of their audiences and they'll happily pay us way more than they'll pay an influencer to do the exact same thing that we do. So I don't know why it is that Companies want to underpay influencers, that people want to think that influencers are lying, that people don't want to respect influencing as a real marketing job, which it is. They are essentially freelance marketing agents that build their own audiences and then provide value to and recommend products to those audiences. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's because influencing is such a new career that people don't really get it yet. People don't really understand how much work goes into it. People don't understand the caliber of person that really builds a high quality audience. Of course, there's like some drama people, right? But I wouldn't consider those influencers. They get paid and they get views off of their drama. And then there's companies that will have no problem just paying. Like it's the same companies that put commercials in reality TV shows, right? They just want the eyeballs from the drama and they know that it's a numbers game for them. But for the people who operate with integrity in their influencing career and only talk about products they love 
and have built and provided value for their audience over a long period of time, it makes me sad that people don't consider that a career. Because I know that the very same thing that influencers do, we do at Coffee Date Media. We create content, we come up with ideas, we create photos and videos and we edit them and we optimize them on social media platforms and we take the feedback and we work it into new content strategies. The very same thing that influencers do, we do. And corporations have no problem paying us. Multiple five figures, okay? We are not inexpensive as an agency. And people cut the check. And people respect what we do. If I say I'm an influencer, which I am, I still do that as part of my job. People don't seem to take that the same way as they took it when I said I was a lawyer. So to avoid it, sometimes I say, well, I used to be a lawyer, but now I own a marketing agency. That goes over a lot better generally than saying, oh, I'm an influencer. I'm doing the exact same thing, guys. I have no idea why it is that one of my titles gets respect and has an easier time collecting on my work than the other one. Like I said, maybe it's because it's new. Maybe it's because people don't realize that celebrities have been doing this forever. There's just now the opportunity for real people that you know, the girl next door, the girl from down the street, the girl from some country that you had never heard of or never visited before, now has the opportunity to create that same sort of influence for herself. Maybe it's because it's mostly female. I'm not gonna go into that topic on this podcast, but it could be that it's a female-dominated industry and that's why it doesn't get the respect that it deserves. Wouldn't be the first time that it's happened. But suffice it to say, influencers are marketing geniuses. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of work, a lot of research, and a lot of high value to build an audience of the size where a corporation will pay you to borrow it, pay you to endorse their product to your audience, and a lot of integrity for your audience to trust you. So if you're out here doing the influencer thing, I commend you, you're doing a great job. Keep operating with consistency and integrity and your time will come. Keep sharing what makes you tick. Keep sharing what makes you excited. Your time will come. And for Haley Bieber, girl, your time is clearly here. Keep sharing what makes you tick and what makes you excited because I, for one, am curious to see it. I am not one of the who cares crowd. The who cares crowd is going to show up in the comments of your YouTube videos, girl. Be ready for them. I got called all kinds of names on my viral video. I had to turn the comments off on that video after several years because I just couldn't take being called the names I was being called for showing people how to do my hair. Guys, it is a weird world out here in the internet and the I don't care crowd will say, Well, that's what you get for being put out here on the internet. You're inviting people's opinions and therefore I could be as mean and horrible as I want from behind my keyboard because you invited it. The I don't care crowd and the I can comment whatever I want because you're on the internet and therefore my opinion is warranted under any piece of content that you create crowd is gonna show up for both of you. Haley, any other celebrity, for any other influencer out there, these people are gonna show up. The mean trolly people, My advice is to make full, complete, and enthusiastic use of the block and delete features on whatever social media platform you're using. These people are gonna show up. Do not take them personally. They're gonna say things like, well, you're out here posting on the internet, therefore, I can say whatever horrible thing I want to you because you're out here posting on the internet and that's what the internet's like. The internet's only like that because of you, Karen. If you happen to be one of these people and you're saying horrible things to other people on the internet, 
I suggest that you get off your computer chair in your mom's basement and maybe go get a job. And when you do get that job, tell me where it is so I could come to it <laughs> and say horrible things about you to your face at your job. How about that? I would never do that to somebody, but the point is you would never do that to somebody in person. So don't take these people to heart. They're miserable. And I don't want this to become a negative episode because I truly think that influencers are doing a really, really cool job. It's a very cool job to build and add value to thousands and thousands of people's lives, entertain them, give them something to be excited about, whether again, it's food, gardening, makeup, lifestyle, fashion, whatever it is, you're getting us excited about having hobbies. So thank you for doing what you do. Thank you, Haley Bieber, for creating your YouTube channel. I'm really excited to see what you've got to offer. I'm not sure when I'm gonna have time to watch your videos, but I'm going to. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bizfluencer podcast. Make sure you're subscribed wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all of those services. We're also on YouTube, so if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video. I'll be back with another episode of the podcast next week, and I'll talk to you then. Bye.